Hello and welcome. Today is June 30th, 2020. My name is Terry. I am a nurse educator, a CPR instructor, and I wanted to stop by today to talk to you guys a little bit about the outlook for nurse supply and demand in relations to the COVID-19 crisis. So our current circumstances and the state of crisis happening in our communities and healthcare is nothing short of what appears to be a disaster. If you are out of work and you are looking for employment, now is the perfect time to choose nursing and or nursing school. It is easy to apply. I am not sure how easy it is to be accepted. However, the advertisement for nursing has gone into high shift. And everywhere I turn, someone is advertising for nursing on several platforms or nursing school. And so with that being said, a lot of people are worried about working in the healthcare field, um, doctor's offices, um, clinics, um, the hospital at the bedside. But a lot of precautions have been taken in and around my community and throughout the healthcare industry in regards to PPE and personal or personal protective equipment and how they uh, actually work with the COVID patients. And so for the most part, um, everyone who basically steps outside minus the grocery store and Walmart shopping into um, box stores uh, are pre-screened. So if you are um, a notary public and you are going to sign papers for your um, business deals, you will be pre-screened by that notary. If you are going to um, get your hair done or nails done, you are pre-screened by businesses. So when you are in the hospital, you or work in the hospital, you are pre-screened as well. So every morning before anyone enters uh, any entrance in the hospital, um, they are screened via temperature and they are required to wear a mask, at least a surgical mask for their shift. And so that significantly decreases the um, spread of COVID-19 and as well as um, help with um, making sure that for the most part, people that are coming to and from are um, fairly well. And so I wanted to get into this article that was written um, uh, from a um, site called Modern Healthcare, and it was written by Megan Caruso. And uh, actually, the name of the article is The Outlook for Nurse Supply and Demand Shifting Amid COVID-19. And so 
she notes that technology like virtual nursing stations used at Man Health helps limit exposure to COVID-19 to help prevent staff shortages. And so nurses are able to uh, visualize um, large screens where the camera is pointed to the patient and all angles uh, actually the camera can go in all angles of the room as well as on the patient and just kind of assess them and uh, make sure that they have everything they need without having to go back and forth in the room, um, especially in um, the um, higher acute level um, floors such as the uh, ICUs. They're able to visualize them through camera as opposed to keep you know walking back and forth in there. Um, the article also go on to read, the COVID-19 pandemic has catapulted shortages to the fro forefront of concerns regarding nurse st 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 staffing and quality of care. Excuse me. I don't know what that is. I hope it's not some kind of weird symptom, but I, sometimes I get stuck on my words and um, I've noticed that lately. I Anyways, until recently, worries surrounding the nursing shortage were mainly focused on a projection of the estimated workforce five to 10 years from now. And um, she goes on to state several, several of the current nurse staffing shortages concerns brought on by the pandemic are rooted in the dearth of PPE um, for frontline workers treating COVID, COVID patients. Without proper protection, more members of the workforce are becoming ill and unable to provide care. And initially, when COVID-19 came to town um, or the United States, a lot of hospitals were not prepared. They quickly ran out of uh, PPE, which led uh, nurses, doctors, and other healthcare professionals to uh, make their own personal equipment, um, i.e. garbage bags and um, things like that. And they were actually not protected. And th there has been a significant loss of life for the healthcare providers. Now then, that scared a lot of nurses who retreated um, from the bedside and um, are um, frequently looking for um, remote work. And I am one of those people who ran. I didn't stay in the fight uh, simply because I have a son that is homeschooled in a special needs. Now, my husband is a nurse and he is still at the bedside. And so we both decided that one of us will, would do that. Uh, I do have a corporate education job, which I love. And um, I see myself in that area for the rest of my career. Anyways, um, following best practices of infection control can also mean stretching nursing staff thin. While treating an acute case of COVID-19, a nurse might only be able to provide care to that one patient or sometimes two. Um, and this is according to the American Nurses Association. So this sort of one-on-one -on -one care ties up resources, but is necessary to mitigate the disease's spread. And so um, technically, um, or 
historically, nurses have um, treated one-on-one patients with highly contagious diseases just to um, do exactly that, and which decreases the spread of that highly contagious disease. So we would just have one CDFSL patient or one um, patient with a Cenobacter or whatever the case may be, whatever that disease was for that year. Well, uh, since it the nursing shortage was unnoticed throughout the hospital, um, they changed the rules as CDC attempted to do um, with the COVID-19 and say, oh, yeah, it's fine. Co- you know, those diseases, they're fine. You don't have to use the personal protective equipment like you, you're uh, supposed to um, previously to this statement. You can just go and you can have 10 patients. And just because they didn't have enough help, they changed the rules. And so I really believe that they're leaning back to the correct way, which I do see more uh, PPE um, uh, photos from nurses that are connected with me and uh, nurses admitting that they have the appropriate PPE to care for their patients these days. You know, at the beginning of COVID-19, it was like, oh my God, I don't have enough PPE. However, there is still a shortage and um, there are still people graduating from nursing school very happily. Uh, There are still um, individuals who are um, applying for nursing school very happily. And, um, I, I actually wanted to do this podcast to let you guys know that, um, it, it is probably more easily, um, um, it's probably more easy to apply for nursing school at this time than it has ever been. Okay. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I was trying to put those words together because, of course, um, uh, I'm I'm just uh, talking. I don't have any notes. But any anyway, uh, I was just looking at this article. And I thought, let me do a podcast tonight, just to um, just kind of give uh, people a heads up. If in fact they are thinking about going to nursing school, they can go ahead and start looking at their pre courses, our prerequisites, what we used to call them, and um go ahead and start working on those because now is actually a good time. Maybe by the time you graduate, then they would have had this COVID-19 under control and things of that nature. And also, um, they are very, very accommodating for the nursing students right now. And so a lot of the work is being done online at home and you're able to either use some type of zoom teaching or some platform within your within that school's um ability or you know it would be no different than um what they are doing with the um master prepared nurses um and the uh, doctoral students because some uh, degrees online are are completely online and um, like the nursing education, um, the MSN and nursing education, uh, some of those courses are completely online. And well, you do have to take your test with a proctor, video proctor watching you taking the test. And um, as well as you do have to um, present your own person to do your uh, physical and assessment for the um, checkoff for that part. 
So I, I suppose it would be something really close to that um, when it's time for you to um, do anything uh, visual for your instructor. And so um, and that's not to say that, you know, that, that that's happening at this very moment. But like I said, if you want to apply for nursing school, I would suggest that you do that now. Now is better time than any. Um, we have lost a lot of nurses, whether they fell ill to the COVID-19 or they just decided to retire or they are are transitioning into uh, a remote position. And for the most part, a lot of the remote positions are for nurses who have at least five years of clinical experience and or some of them 10 years. And the actual position that I have required um, at least 10 years. So um, prior to, um, and the article goes on to say, prior to the outbreak, most of the focus was on the impending retirement of the baby boomers, which mean decades of nursing experience exiting the workforce. The number of boomer RNs peaked at 1.26 million in 2008, with 60,000 to 70,000 retiring annually since 2012. That's a lot of nurses, you guys. 70,000 nurses retiring a year, you know? That's a lot. But well, between 2008 and, and 2012. So, according to research published in the Journal of Nursing Regulation by uh, some professor named Peter, um, this it raised some concerns that um, that number in the workforce is, uh, you know, the decrease in that particular number is a big problem. And I concur, uh, Mr. Peter, I think it is a big problem. And so um, I just wanted to come by you guys and let you guys know that um, you, if you have ever felt it in your hearts of hearts to go to nursing school or to help out in that manner, now may be a good time. Um, COVID-19 um, is very unpredictable and um, I believe that, um, and I've seen that nursing schools are adjusting their way of teaching, at least up until the point where you have to do clinicals. And so at this point, no hospitals or nursing homes or hospices or any inpatient facilities are um, allowing students or extra individuals to come in and out the hospital as they please. And so that is up to the school to make sure that you guys get the education that you all need to be um, effective, efficient, uh, proficient in nursing care. And um, I believe that they will do a good job with that um, because you can still go up to the school um, at some point and do some types of checkoff with each other and or with the um, mannequin in the skills lab. And they have the ability to keep you guys uh, six feet apart or in rooms separated um, according to whatever policies that they have. And so anyways, I just want to come by. I mean, you guys, you don't have to feel helpless, hopeless, or less deserving or defeated. There is a way if you want to go, go. Um, you know, um, every person is born with a gift. 
You just have to find yours. And if nursing is yours, then now is your time, okay? So if you're looking for a sign and you just happen to click on my podcast and um, I'm here telling you, apply. Apply. See what your decision is. If the decision is yes, if it's a quick yes, and they let you know how, you know, what you need or they're um, they're uh, um, extending uh, some circumstances, then um, you may want to go ahead and, and take up on, on those particular offers. As a matter of fact, um, there is a bill that is on the table if it has not already been um, passed that uh, if you go back to school um, this year, I think you'll get up to four thousand um, dollars on your tax return um, to um, go back to school. Don't quote me on that, but Google it. Four thousand dollar tax break or something like that on the Google. I don't have time to do it right now, but it it I did see it. I read it. Um, I sent it to myself somewhere and, um, I just thought about it. So if you get a, some type of certificate, you can, you can, um, you qualify for that, uh, $4,000, um, tax adjustment. So anyways, thank you guys for stopping by. I wasn't going to stay long. If, um, there is anything that I can do for you, you can always click the link in my bio or you can email me at pchealthed at gmail.com, pchealthed at gmail.com. That's P-C-H-E-A-L-D-L-T-H-E-D, P-C-H-E-A-L-T-H-E-D at gmail.com. And um, um, I can answer questions there. Um, let's see what else. I think that's it. I hope you guys are well, um, be safe, be kind, and I will talk to you soon. Have a good one.